If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Different chips out before we get rolling. No, we'll do it during the show. You like doing it during the show? Like a crinkle? Yeah. Of unprofessionalness? No, it just adds real- realism. What's our next episode about? Hmm. Let's just look at the camera and get started. Hello and welcome to the Middle Age Man Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. I can't speak. Why do you keep doing that? And I'm is- your other host, Richard. Yeah, we definitely are. No, I had chips stuck in my teeth. Yep. So, uh, what are we talking about tonight? Well, this is not the next week, as you can tell by our clothes. So we're not ta- we're not talking about my car again. You know, most of our listeners, almost all of them, just listen. No one watches this on YouTube. No one watches us. Well, you can hear our clothes. You know, the color of my shirt. You can hear the color of your shirt. It's pretty loud. It is loud. See, saying that, no, some people are going to have to have to go and a watch the video mine, to see right. what color my shirt is. A buddy of mine and I were talking about this, how like back in the 90s when we were teenagers, if someone wore a pink shirt, you'd call them a fag. And like, even if you like, like he could be like making out with his girlfriend. And you'd be like, look at that fag in his pink shirt. Remember that? Remember the 90s? Yeah. But you can't use the word fag now. Now it's like really rude. Now it's like the N word for gay people. I still won't say the N-word on on the air. <laughs> uh, so, uh, have you seen this trend in China where they're like cooking pebbles, little round stones in um, sauces and herbs and garlic and spices? And then you get your little thing of stones and you suck the flavor off the stones. Have you seen this? Sounds like poverty food. I, yeah, but it's not though. It's a trendy thing. It's like in cities, there's lots of food. People are buying this. Here's what I think it is. Um, China has hipsters. China has now finally reached the point of getting past poverty and starvation and hunger. They have hipsters who are cooking stones and spices. And like, first I thought, oh, this is like an old Chinese thing, or it's like an appetizer to get a flavor in your mouth or, or something. Nope. Someone came up with the idea of cooking stones and sauces, and people liked it for some reason, and now everyone's doing it. It's really weird. I don't understand it. So, hipsters. It's hipsters. See, there is a... It's weird, right? I which country it is. There's a country where they actually sell clay cakes as a food. Like clay is an actual clay from the earth clay. Yes. Like pottery clay clay. Like clay... Seasoned clay. Is that good for digestion or something? No, it's because um, they went through a really big famine. And so people would mix clay in with whatever flour they had. Okay. And it got to the point where at some points they were, people were eating just the clay. There's not much meat in this clay. It makes, it, 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 make, it stops the hunger pains. I guess it's something in your stomach. But you must just, like, pass it through you. Yep. Yeah, no, it, it does nothing for you um, as food, but 
it stops the hunger pains. However, I guess people grew to like it. Oh, it's like the Korean thing, the South Korean thing where... It's like chicory, tea, chicory coffee in your coffee. Yeah, and... chicory coffee. Yeah, that, that was a substitute for coffee during the wars. But um, the whole Korean thing where um, it was American GIs would share their food with the starving locals when they were over there. So it was Vienna sausages and canned meats and Spam. And that's why they love Spam. Same thing in Hawaii. They love Spam so much because it was a food when people were hungry. So they still, even though, like, let's be honest, canned meat is not... It's like bologna and uh bologna bologna and and, uh, and salt pork on the east coast yeah salt pork or salt salt well salt salt beef salt beef salt salt yeah. pork too but with salt salt beef is one because of ship food yeah hardtack bread newfoundland newfoundland fish and brews buddy you know what fish and brews is it's like onions and spices and hard, you know, hard tack bread, the old sailor bread. It's that like you gotta soak it and you cook it up with salt fish. So it's a salty fish thing, and then people put like, well, it would have been molasses traditionally, sugar on it. Like it's the kind of thing if you need to do twelve hours of hard labor and you come home and eat that, you're like, yes, potatoes as well. It's the law in all Irish cultures. They're potatoes. So what are we talking about tonight? We were talking about the moon last week. Tonight, last week. <laughs> Last episode. Last episode. Um, yeah, I think there's some real potential. On the pre- on previous episodes. Previously on Star Trek. <laughs> this isn't Star Trek, though. Um, have you been watching the new Star Trek? No, I no, haven't. No, I haven't. Every time I ask you, Richard, have you seen this great show? No, I haven't seen it. You know what I am watching, Brendan? A show that ended 12 years ago. My wife and I like it. Yeah, that's generally... Literally every... Oh, you know the show that's I do not. I do not like watching... Shows that are ongoing. Okay, let's go to movies. Chevy Chase. Do you remember the Vacation, 1983? So how come we're trying to bring up movies? It's uh, and comedians. It's well, people who were funny 50, 50 years ago. He's still funny. I'm still sure he's still funny. He's just more like strange funny than ha <laughs> no, He's still all right. So anyway, ooh, beer. What are you drinking? Um, It's another sober carpenter. Uh, A blonde ale. Yes. I think Brendan's trying to keep me from ranting. No, we've had a lot of beer lately. We have. We went camping and podcasting. And I feel like, and I'm also not drinking beer right now. And the main reason I didn't bring you real beer is because I went to the grocery store, which was supposed to have beer, but that particular one of that chain, Metro, not to name any names, but Metro near my house doesn't carry beer. But on the Metro website, we carry all kinds of beer and wine and spirits. But this particular one doesn't. Because I walked around, I'm like, there's got to be like a little beer cooler shelf somewhere. There twasn't. But they have a bunch of non-alcoholic beer. So I got you that. Yeah, the, sober, the sober carpenters are good. Yeah, they're fine. So um, anyway. So what were we talking about before that? Before my rant about Metro near my house not having actual real beer? Open your chippies. What are they? Green plantain snacks. So these are... Don't speak and, and, and do that. Don't talk and crinkle. So plantains are non-sweet bananas. And these are habanero plantains. Yep. So let's so, see what you think. Habanero plantains. This is from the uh, Asian aisle at uh, Loblaws Grocery Store. That's a big chain in Canada. Actually, i got to say, Loblaws has really upped their uh, Asian food game in the last 10 years. For an Asian food, it's very salty. 
Well, I don't know if these are Chinese. Plantains. Where are they from? And habanero, that sounds kind of Mexican-y to me. Is that Mexican-y? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't say where it's from. Plantain. Where's it from? Well, plantains are kind of like a warmer climate thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Ecuador. Okay, so it's South American. Well, yeah, but like the, the Asian food aisle is like the ethnic food aisle. So you kind of get all kinds of stuff in there. Um, so I guess like one shelf is like South American snacks. So there you go. Ecuadorian habanero. Because habanero is not an Asian spice. No. This is not spicy at all, really. So you're, you're like for Asian food, it's salty. Oh, it's not Asian food. Yep. But good? Mm-hmm. And, and not very spicy? Mm-hmm. Depressing. Anyway, but you like it? Yeah. I mean, it's fine for a snack with beer. You often don't like my weird snacks because they're bizarre. Oh, I went to Kowloon Market to keep on going to Chinese snacks. I believe it's actually Cantonese, technically, like Kowloon Bay, which is, I think, by Hong Kong. Anyway, that's right. Kowloon Bay, I think. I don't know. If I'm wrong, leave a mean comment. If I'm right, leave a mean comment. Whatever you do, leave a mean comment. I don't pretend to know geography outside of... Actually, I don't pretend to know geography. I think, I think it's Cantonese, technically. But anyway, it's a Chinese grocery store i went there only white guy in the grocery store they have one in downtown uh ottawa or chinatown ottawa canada and now they have another one in canada which is a suburb half an hour to the west of ottawa and i went to that one because i'm a middle-aged white man with a hatchback and i like to park in box store parking lots and buy things from box stores but i also like chinese snacks so i went there and it was great it was great. And they had a selection. They had all different kinds of chippies than uh, TNT, which is the bigger thing, Loblaw Zone, Chinese grocery, or Asian grocery store in Canada. And it was um, different than the other local little stores we have here. So I have, for the next like four episodes, I have wild variety of Asian chippies. So back to Asian snacks. Asian snacks. Well, I feel like people eat the same snacks all the time. And there's no need for it. Now we can go to any, like, this was just Loblaw. This, this is a regular, regular old Canadian grocery store, and they have a whole aisle dedicated to stuff from all around the world, mostly Asian, but all over the place. I think that's because snacks are comfort foods for most people. And so when they want a snack, they don't want to be, you know, rolling the dice that it's going to be disgusting. I like to do that. I lean into that. I'm like, you know what? This weird expired fish egg thing we are going to eat this on the podcast. Yes, that's for the podcast. I would, I do that. I used to do it before the podcast. I would eat weird things anyway. Like, hey, look at this. Yeah. It is funny though, because now when I walk down these like, you know, Asian like snack aisles, I'm like, had it, don't like it, had to like it. That's okay, but I want it now. And I actually like know a lot of the brands and what they're like. It's a little bit, what was that old thing from the 90s? The guy's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know what I'm talking about? It was some movie in the 90s. And that's how I kind of feel now when I'm in the Asian snack aisle. Because I know the things I like. I know things I don't like. Yeah. So what were we talking about before we got off on... Because you were talking about something. The moon. Going to space. Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen in our lifetime? People will be living on the moon? So, so here's the thing, though. If you live in zero G for too long, it's really bad for, like, osteoporosis. Um, I was just going to build a giant hamster wheel. 
Yeah, you got well. They do exercises on the ISS and stuff. Yeah, but if, if you got land based, it's a lot easier to do something like build a giant hamster wheel. You just run a hamster wheel. Yep. Or it, it spins and gives you higher gravity. Yeah. Yeah, because the gravity on the moon is this one, isn't new technology. No, no, but like so. It's basically, what, what you're saying is though. Then again, with that, how would that work in the moon? Because you have one six gravity this way, but you'd be spinning this way. Like if this is the moon, well, you. It still works the same way. Um, you can spin it this way. Here we're saying this way. People can't see our hands easily. So it, instead of like a hamster wheel, think of a regular hamster wheel. Think of it like those... Um, a Ferris wheel turned on its side. Like a Ferris wheel turned on its side, which they have these things um, at uh, these spinning rides at fairs and that sort of stuff where you get plastered to the side of the wall. And then and then you're, the thing is on rollers, and you go up the side because you kind of go. But if, if, but if you just spin it so it's one G out, the so sure it's going to be like a little bit pulling you down. Would it be like one and one six G? No, it'd be one G. You spin it fast enough so it's one G pushing out, which is um, horizontal, right? Which means that you've got one six G pulling you down. So you'd, you know, okay, yes, they'd angle it so that it would be a little bit so you wouldn't be feeling like you're going to fall off to the side all the time. And then you, do, and you have your weight room in there and then you walk around and... This would be the gym, basically. Yeah, this would be the gym. Oh, I see. Or you could even sleep in there. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're getting gravity while you sleep. Yeah, that's weird. Because yeah, I kind of thought, like, if people were actually, no. like, born and raised on the moon, they'd have a hard time coming to Earth. Have you seen uh, The yes. Expanse? Yes, I have. Yeah. Spacers. Finally, spacers. Well, they're belters, but yeah. Belters. Um, spacers was a term that was used in old science fiction, like Asimov and that sort of stuff. They talked about yeah. that sort of stuff. Also. So couldn't you actually up the gravity gradually? With, uh, I was going to say, you, if you get like that, and then you've got AI helping, um, we're, we're setting ourselves up for... Um, the Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey, yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Dave. Dave. I can't do that, Dave. I like to be rare birds. That's very fucking dangerous, Dave. Jesus Christ. Some people die doing that. Have you ever seen Rare Birds of William Hurt? Uh, it is the best comedic movie made in Newfoundland about Newfie culture and nonsense. It perfectly explains my culture. Have you ever seen it? Nope. You suck. Um, but William Hurt, who's an American actor, pulls off an Irish Newfie accent. Not an Irish-Irish accent, like Kevin Spacey did, that piece of shit actor. He's actually a really great actor. But he did this, um, it, they always did these shit movies about rural areas where, like, it's rural and sad and dark and dreary and depressing, and someone has incest with someone else, and it's always the same shit story. And Kevin Spacey did one of those, The Shipping News, maybe, or something. It was all filmed in Nova Scotia, not Newfoundland. So it looked different. It didn't look right. It looked like, I know it's it looks similar enough to someone's not from there, but like locally you'd know, right? So uh, it didn't look quite right. And I never really saw the full movie, but I basically heard from everyone who saw it was like, it's shit. And his accent is like an Irish Irish accent, not a Newfie Irish accent. So the accent's not quite the same. It just doesn't work. It'd be like if you're trying to do a movie in Scotland, but you shot it in Wales, and everyone has a Welsh accent, and the Scots would go, "That's not that, that, yeah. that's what that, that's what they did basically." I think so I may, similar. I, think I may have seen that movie. 
It's terrible. Horseshit. It's a horseshit movie. People think that Kevin Spacey's acting career should have been ended because of those allegations, which apparently he beat now, five years later. Um, I think they should have ended his acting career because of the shipping news. Um, yeah. You're looking it up on your phone? It's terrible. It's a terrible crap movie that does not accurately represent my culture. It's garbage. Garbage movie. I'm just ranting. You gotta say something. I'm just looking at it because I think I did see it. Um, Look up Rare Birds. It's funnier. William well, Hurt's in it. It was basically, I just wanted to make sure that if it was one, one that I thought it was. And yeah, it was It was kind of slow paced. And yeah. It's a garbage movie. It's a garbage movie. Um, it, mis- it misrepresents the culture that it's about. And it's bullshit. It's probably because executives diddle things and they ruined it. Rare Birds is a gem of a movie. It's about 20 years old now. But you know William Hurt, right? Possibly. For all you young people, you know the general uh, whose daughter's in love with the Hulk? Or in the original Hulk, the, the Fox Hulk films, which became part of the MCU? Where that general shows up again and again? He's even in one of the most uh, recent Avenger ones. He's a general that comes and tells them, you guys have to sign the thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so it's him. That's, but he's, not a ton, like, he's, a, he's a well-known actor. He's done a lot of stuff. But William Hurt, like, hats off to him. He actually nailed the accent, and he did he did my culture justice for someone who's not one of us. Because a lot of other people in the movie are all local actors, actors who are from there. Like, the main guy who stars opposite him, uh, he actually, uh, like, is a newfie. He, you know, and he used to do lots of comedy things. Because, you know, that, that, the comedian sidekick in movies, they have a guy who's a comedic actor yep. with a serious actor. Yeah, but they actually got a local guy to do it. And all the scenery is all shot in and around the capital city of St. John's. So it's a beautiful, wonderful film. It's so funny and so ridiculous. And it even the sense of humor in it perfectly represents the culture of what they think is funny and how they laugh at things. So go see Rare Birds in the internet. Because, I don't know, I mean, it's been out for 20 years. Probably one to be hard to, harder to find. Um... There's a submarine. There's cocaine. Um, there's a restaurant. It has William Hurt. It's a very good movie. Yeah, that, all those things will help me find it on the internet. Cocaine. There's there's sexual innuendo. Most movies have that. Oh my. Yeah. Well, uh, your your conversation is dried up. Yeah. You need some more conversation. I do. I left my phone in the car. I can't look anything up. <laughs> Can I have your phone? Can I look up something on your phone? How did we get to from the moon to? It doesn't matter. I'm ranting. I am ranting and raving and saying all kinds of many things. Oh, we were talking about was it Donald Trump before the podcast? Briefly. You know, you know what? Like we're running out of conversation. It's like, hey, what about that? Has Trump like shown anyone his penis or anything? Has he done anything cool? Well, let's see. That he um, lodged a formal complaint against Fox uh, News. Because Fox News has been using a very unflattering photo of him. Ha <laughs> Where he's basically... Isn't that any photo? Yeah. That any news agency shows about anybody? They yeah. never They never pick your best photo. They always pick the shit photo. Um, but no, I think the big th- the thing was is that uh, Trump um, has been indicted for the fourth or fifth time now. Well, hold on. I said or something cool. I didn't mean showing your penis to someone 
was cool. I meant, has he done something terrible, like showing his penis to somebody? No, he hasn't. He, he hasn't. Or did he do something cool? Because he could have done a cool thing. He's a rich guy. Maybe like he flew a plane to space. A lot of rich guys do that well, these days. Well, let's see. Um, he said, he, let's see. Cool. He said that um, if he loses the next election or loses the primaries, um, he's going to leave the U.S. So that's pretty cool. I don't think it matters. He's a rich guy. Who gives a shit? He's no. Here's the thing. This the thing the, is, if he leaves the U.S., the only place he'll they, he can go where anyone will listen to him is Russia. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, so here's here's the thing with 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 Joe Biden, Donald Trump. They're the same. They're both old, rich white men with sketchy pasts, alleged sketchy pasts. Well. Trump's is less alleged. There are things he's done that are for sure he's bad. Um, like this whole charity thing and embezzling money. Uh, anybody, Trump University. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a laundry list of like of things. Um, grab her by the pussy. That doesn't bother me. That's like boys locker room talk. Although the thing is, is he didn't say that when he was 21 in the locker room. He said that when he was like, what, in his 60s? Yes. It's kind of a weird thing to say in your 60s. <clears throat> Can't imagine why he's been married so many times. Oh yeah, all the comments about his daughter. Those are weird. I feel like he's the kind of guy though that because he grew up so wealthy, he never had to watch what he said and he never learned how to filter. So this is something that has bothered me for a long time. Um, and this is not to do with Trump directly. It's to do with the people who um, will feel like they need to defend Trump the ride or die, but fans. they but they can't defend Trump because they're actually partially rational. So whenever you bring up something about Trump, they go, "Well, Joe Biden or well Obama." It's it, it's a failed argument to say that. Oh well, sure, you're accusing my guy of doing a bad thing. So your dog is scratching and distracting yeah. me. So anyway, it's it's a failed argument or um. Uh, strategy for argumenting well you say my guy's doing bad stuff well your guy's done bad stuff too everyone's done bad stuff that doesn't make it right yeah so and that like you heard that with my dad um i was talk, talking to my dad um he's not he's he not didn't a, like my rice beer he's not a trump supporter per se per se it's kind All of funny because what, when when he when trump was in the primaries my dad had nothing good to say about him which time uh in the originally 2016 Oh, the Hillary one. But my dad hate loathes Hillary. Um, my dad's... She really missed the mark. And you know the sad truth is, though? She could have hit it. Um, No, no they, they could have picked someone else. and They could have picked anyone else and, and won that election. The, they could have picked a dog in a paper bag. So here's the thing. I gave Hillary... A dead dog in a paper bag could have beat Donald Trump. The only person in the world who couldn't beat Donald Trump at that time... Was Hillary Clinton. I don't know. She was that unpopular. Here's the thing, though. What I mean is, um, had she been different during her campaign, I think she could have won. And let's be honest, it was really close. It was as close as it was between Biden and Trump. So the thing is, is that, so initially with with Hillary, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm kind of on board. I like her better than Trump. I mean, I'm not American. I can't vote in America. But I was like... I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, and she also knows what White House politics are like, and, you know, okay, you know, her family is, you know, that political kind of family. Okay, fine, fine. So I, I was trying to kind of, like, just think positively, and then I watched the interview with her um, and then other reporters afterwards about the whole email server thing, 
And the problem was that it's the same problem Trump has, actually, that Dave Chappelle talks about. But Hillary um, said, oh, we had that old email server in the basement. Can't we use that? Someone go do that. Okay. She didn't have someone on her team to say, oh, actually, that's against rules. We actually can't do that. Good idea. We do have an old email server, but we have to get something different. She didn't have a person on her team to tell her that. And then when she talked about it, she was like, well, I don't understand all this IT crap. Which I think maybe she did better than she let on, but she was trying to play the like the dumb mom card, which doesn't work when you want to be president. Yeah. And 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 Trump had the same problem when he took the call from the was whoever the president of Taiwan, and then of course, you know, is that like him breaking the the one China policy with the states and all that Taiwanese Chinese and Taiwan is part of China. It's a whole thing. Anyway, so it's it's all that politics um, and, and that whole thing. Uh, but Trump didn't have someone on his team to say. You should probably let a subordinate take that call from the leader of Taiwan and not take it yourself because of metrics and blah, 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 blah. So Hillary and Trump, neither one of them had some of the right people they needed to save face and look better and not make bad decisions. So if they're making bad decisions while they're running, what kind of decisions will they make once they're elected? And that was kind of my problem with Hillary. Um, I think the sad thing is, is that, you know, Obama was quite gracious when Trump, you know, won. Um... You know, he even said after the fact, he thought, you know, I really was hoping he was going to grow into the role. The guy is really wealthy. He's had lots of companies. You know, if he gets a bunch of the right businessy people to manage things, maybe he doesn't really have a hand on the wheel, but he has people who know how to drive. Driving for him, it could be okay. I'm paraphrasing. But Trump didn't really do that. He kind of just went with the political flow. Yeah, whatever. Said a lot of shit. Like, I can't think of any president who ever just talked so much shit. Yeah, because I feel like the president shouldn't talk shit. Period. Actually, it's better if they talk less. Yes, less is more. <clears throat> so, the argument I had with my dad was over, you know, Trump's indictment. But the, when was this? This is this is when we were camping. Um, no, no, but what about which time frame of Trump? Uh this is the more. This is recent. Okay, so, so the current one. Current. So the uh, indictment for the. Boxes of classified documents that he brought with him to Mars Largo. Which which apparently he brought on purpose. It wasn't like an accident. Someone packed them up by accident. Yes. No, the, these, he, he apparently, um, these were like his, he, he, like his security blanket for him or something like that. It was like Linus, uh, uh, Linus's uh, blanket. And, a terrible reference for anyone under the age of 30. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, he, uh, and so my dad's like, my, my dad's immediate response is like well biden had had the, those documents in the bathroom it's like yes that wasn't good great either biden, however well biden had bathroom documents yes so when biden biden had personal documents there is it because when you're a senator the documents under you are owned by you as a senator okay there is no uh like right, there's a presidential documents right act there is no senatorial documents act so you can have classified documents as a senator. They're secret. Was this like in like like a government building where he had an office? Um, no, I think they actually they were actually at his home office, and it was they they were stored in a bathroom off the office. Um, but was that still a secure building as per Secret Service people? No, not really, because he was just a senator. But the things the the senators they the, own, they they, they these are these are their their personal documents. It's not great. This, no. was, this was, you know, this was a, and as soon as, um, and the thing is, we know about it because Biden said, after Trump, Donald Trump's document, things like, Biden's like, ooh, I should probably 
get rid of these and turn them in to the... Um, and so he called people and had, had them picked up. So that's the only reason why we even know about them. Right. But so, so, so here's a, here's a thought. And the, mm-hmm. the bathroom did have a, the, the bathroom, um, oh no, he didn't, sorry, it wasn't his bathroom, sorry, it was Trump that stored them in the bathroom. Biden's were in a garage. Hold on, hold on. Biden Trump, started, Trump had the doc, presidential the doc, documents in his bathroom? Yes, at Mars Lago. Why? Well, his argument was there's a lock on the door, but the door is only locked when you're in there. What? No, but but like I I understand if you took documents and had them in a secured office, locked room, in a document safe. No, I get the feeling that he probably went in there and cuddled with them. So he just went in, and like took his shit. And he's gonna like ah, I remember that deal. I remember that deal. And then and then then Biden, old man Biden, had a bunch of senator documents out out in the garage. In yeah, a they, box. that you know probably you know <laughs> when he was left the Senate office, you know packed them up into a box. Unloaded them out of his car. So here's but, the thing. But the argument mm-hmm. was, well, Biden did this. It's like, well, what Biden did was not great, but it wasn't even technically against the law. What Trump did was actually against the presidential act, which act, he, yeah, he yeah. strengthened. Yes, that's true. Because he strengthened it because of Hillary. Because he wanted if Hil- because he wanted if a Democrat won and did something like Hillary did what Dil- Hillary did with the Benghazi um, emails that they would go to jail afterwards. Oh, that's interesting. So he's getting roasted by his own batard. Yes, a little bit. hoisted, hoisted by his hoisted? own. Hoisted. What did I say? Roasted. Yes, I like roasted better. A mixed metaphor. I know, but I like mixing metaphors. Like they're, I tastier, like, they're tastier that way. I like mixing drinks too. Uh... Yeah, Trump's such an interesting guy. But, uh, they, Look, but here, but how old is Trump now? He's three years younger than Biden, so he's pushing eighty, right? Yeah, he's too old. Here's the thing: if I can't imagine any man I've ever met pushing eighty, worth over a hundred million dollars, and still fucking around with a career, do you know what I'd be doing if I was worth over a hundred million U.S. and I was pushing eighty? You know what I'd be doing? Anything fun? Well, Anything? The thing is, is that why? Well, who gives it? Being in prison is the shittiest job in the country. It's a shit, thankless job. Everyone hates you or loves you, and they flip back and forth. It's a shit job. It's so stressful. Remember Obama? He's going in there to the White House. Looks great. Eight years later, he looks 20 years older. I wouldn't want that job. No. Uh, we talk, I had another point about something. Yeah. Something was, about something. My point was that the... the um, but the other guy argument. Oh, yeah, your yeah, guys' argument. Well, Biden did the same thing. No, Biden did a lesser, non illegal version and of the same thing. If he did the same thing, he should also be indicted. If he did. If he did the same thing. Which he hasn't done yet. Yeah. We should really check his bathroom. So, but think about Biden, though. Do you think he's going blind? Losing his vision? He's old enough. Like, people who are 80 have, you know, reading glasses. Because I think the whole, like, shaking hands with ghosts, getting lost on stages, bumping into people, like, you know, walking where he shouldn't be walking. I think he genuinely can't see. They don't want to put glasses on him. Maybe contact lenses don't work for the condition he has. Um, and they can't give him a it's cane possible. or something because glasses make him look weak. Cane makes him look weak. And we'll just have, have an earpiece tell him where to go. But he's already kind of a daughtery old man anyway. So a daughtery old man who can't see, who's wandering around. Because so, so here's how I feel like. I feel like... Physical, Biden, physical problems do not relate to... Mental problems. Not necessarily. But but the thing with Biden is, so, don't you feel like he doesn't have a hand on the wheel? You feel like he's just going with the flow 
anything the Democratic Party says, hey, we want to do this, Joe, no problem. I'm a good Democrat. And I felt like I felt like Trump had a hand on the wheel while he was yelling out the window, I'm the best driver. He's running over children and dogs and tricycles. But he's yelling at the window, I'm the best driver. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone knows I drive the best. I feel like Trump had a hand on the wheel, but wasn't Wasn't really, steering it. He wasn't really paying attention where he was going. I feel like Biden has no hands on the wheel. And he's like, ah, I'll just do whatever you want. That's why I, I think neither one should be president. No, I don't. I, I honestly think. I'm against both. But the problem is, is who else is a realistic, like, who else from the Dems could run and actually win? I guess the F. Kennedy Jr. Maybe. No, 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 no. He's... Yes. The, the problem is, though, because he's kind of almost too in the middle. He's not in the middle at all. Well, he's he's hardcore right. I don't want to get into a rabbit hole, but like he's pretty hardcore right on the vaccine stuff. And he's hardcore left on other stuff like healthcare. So I'm not quite sure he would get enough support from either side to get the nomination. But then you look at Biden again, probably will run again, probably get the nomination. But there's no one else in the Dems who could really run for the Dems actually get the nomination. And then with Republicans, it's probably Governor DeSantis or Trump. Chris Christie looks like he's coming up. Really? Yeah, he, he's he's Trump. He, he has been uh, he's he's gunning for uh, DeSantis, and he has been roast roasting him in all the because uh... he kind of shit the bed last time. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's coming back. Like I don't like Chris Christie. No, the Chris he's Christie a, is he's a bit weird. He's a bully. He's a bit weird. Does, does he seem a bit weird? Um, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But he he's uh, <clears throat> no, he's uh, Chris Christie reminds me of. A little bit of um, Doug Ford oh, yeah. without the drug problem. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know who Doug Ford is, Doug Ford was the infamous and actually pretty effective mayor of the city of Toronto, Canada's largest city. Um, if you go back and look at Doug Ford's Saturday Night Live, uh, they did a lot of wild sketches that didn't really exaggerate him that much. This is uh, this this is a guy who as mayor smoked crack cocaine with his constituents. Yeah. Um also he was as a mayor someone who promised to funnel money into public transportation and other things and did and kept fighting to do it as long as he could. But then he died of medical terribleness. Yeah. I'm not really surprised. But also I love when he got found out for doing crack. He refused to resign. He's like, I'm not yep. doing it. And then actually it made the rest of the city council look like shit because he was still trying to keep campaign promises, good things for the people of Toronto, things they need, and no one would agree with him on anything because of this drug problem. And he's like, hey, look, you know, I'm getting you know help, I'm getting therapy, I'm trying to get better, but this is a thing we should do that's good. And people didn't want to, um, to, to, like, to, to acknowledge the fact that, okay, he has a drug problem, but he actually has been a pretty good mayor and is trying to be a good mayor. Because he actually was a pretty good mayor. For the actual end result of the average uh, Torontonian, he was a pretty good mayor. People loved him. I, he got kicked out of his box seats at, um, I can't remember if it was a football game or Jays game he was going to. But they're like, no, no, you can't go in the box anymore. So he bought a regular ticket, went south, regular people to watch the game. And they're like, oh shit, you're the mayor. And people like loved him and they're getting selfies. Yeah. It is kind of funny when like there's a politician who's really humanized, but is actually doing good work. Yeah. So... It's interesting. I li- I really like Doug Ford. Um, he was definitely a man of the people. 
Oh, yeah. He was probably the most mad. Of any Canadian politician in history, I can't think of one that was more a man of the people. I really can't. And there's some newfie ones that are pretty... Yeah, that's funny. Wow, we've been talking a long time now. Is that a show? I think that's a show. You know, political crap. Political crap. Yeah, it's... uh. It's... Oh, actually, one last thing, you know, but the age is... I don't know of any other country that has so many many elderly politicians as the U.S., except for maybe Japan, but Japan, there's a reason for that. They don't have any young people to... They're all made of magic in Japan, magic and rice, and they never they never uh, retire. People just do a job, and they're like, I'm 101. Maybe I'll retire in a few years. But the, like, they, they had, they had, uh, they've had people, um passing out or who is it just had a someone recently just had a seizure like a, a petite mall seizure in the middle of uh, mitch mcconnell oh yeah yeah um he had he had a petite mall seizure um in the middle of a press conference see i don't understand why are these guys uh, they, still they're, do, they're all rich now but why but, are they doing but this? even the supreme court court uh the ruth uh what's her name peter uh, ginsburg yes yeah, she passed away the other year there yeah but she she kept on the long after she her long after she should have retired, like, and had hurt the court uh, for the Democrats doing that. You know, I kind of think I kind of think that the solution might be Scottish pipe bands. Scottish pipe band judges. I think it's when they're sixty five. You're out. You're done. You're half deaf because you've been in pipe bands your whole life for like, you know, 45, 50 years. Well, even longer. People start when they're kids. In Scotland, you're like five years old. Here's a chant or a practice bagpipes or here's, you know, drum, a drum pad, drumsticks. So I think if you're 65, you're out. You can't be a judge anymore. You're gone. I kind of feel like having some sort of hard age out for politicians. Even the Catholic Church, priests retire retire at 75. Or earlier. Or earlier for health reasons. Yeah, yeah. But as long as they're, you know, but it's... Once they turn 75, they're supposed to retire. Like, they can continue running a parish, a private parish, and some of the older ones did do that, what they're still able to. Right. But, no, they were not... Um, At that point, they're the elder statesmen giving advice to the new, younger well, generation running things. Yeah, exactly. It's here's some like, advice, here's some wisdom. You, you you help the new guy run the show from behind the scenes. Yeah. So, I, I, I do feel like that's kind of what I think... Uh, would be really good for America is get a younger and by younger, I don't mean like a young person. I just mean like a not old, almost 80 year old president. Can we get someone in their fifties? Maybe someone yeah. with some vigor in their fifties. Anyway. No, well, we saw that how, how that's worked for Canada with, uh, Justin, Justin. Oh my, Justin Trudeau. He is, uh, he's a politician's politician. He is such a disappointment. Um, Canada's greatest disappointment. Yep, he is. So, they, they, he was so loved by so many people. Especially so much potential, especially internationally. Um, he was Obama's little buddy. Yeah, remember that. And the thing is, he didn't learn anything from Obama. Sadly, because he felt like he knew it all. So here, here's here's the thing with Justin Trudeau. I voted for him the first time because he promised two things. I only cared about the latter. But the first one he promised was, I'm going to legalize cannabis, marijuana. The second thing he promised was, I'm going to change Canadian elections to make them arguably more democratic and better represent what the Canadian voter wants. And I was like, excellent. So he gets in the office, and what does he do immediately? 
legalizes it. He passes legislation to legalize cannabis. I'm like, holy shit, this guy did it. And then we asked him, Justin, great job. What about, you know, voting now? And his response was, what? About what? Do you have any snacks? And that's the problem. He legalized pot and then he gave up on the elections thing and it pissed a lot of people off. And and, and it's been a downward slope. Ever ever since, like, he, he made that one campaign promise and then just downward slope. There's a few other things, you know, he was going to be, you know, he was going to be the uh, first feminist uh, prime minister. Yeah, I believe in meritocracy. I don't believe in. And, and then he uh, goes stuff. and then he went and uh, overrode his uh, uh, chief justice on the SNC thing. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a lot of little niggly things you can complain about. But you know what? I, I hate all this like this crap where like because Obama said that Obama said, "Well, I'm a feminist," in the sense that women are equal persons under the law. Yes, I'm a feminist. In the sense that feminism is a bunch of angry, bitchy women complaining about how shitty men are. No, I'm not a feminist. Well, no, Trudeau just said he was a feminist without even really knowing what the heck it meant. I think there was old school feminism was like, uh, I should be a fully equal person under the law. Yes. And then now there's modern feminism, which seems weird and not well thought out. You know what I mean? Like, like modern feminism, like the patriarchy, it's like, hold on. If the patriarchy is responsible for all the bad things, aren't we also responsible for all the good things? Oh, speaking of patriarchy. The patriarchy. Um, I, really hate, I really hate when people try to be clever with words. Um, so, so you've heard of repatriation. It's when you take something back. Sure, but I mean, usually it applies to like countries and borders finagling. Yeah, around. exactly. It's it's like or, or citizens being repatriated back to their country. Yes, you know, like when the Canadians got the Americans out of Iran. So apparently, yeah. um, someone's coined the term rematriation <laughs> for um for like when natives and that's sort of, when when former colonists regain their culture. That's rematriation because colonism. And, patri- and patri- colonialism, 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 yeah, colonialism, and um, has become um, just uh, has become equated with the patriarchy, and has basically. And I'm like, okay, you guys don't even know what these words mean anymore. But you know what, though, like at the last patriarchy meeting, we're, we're, we're white middle aged men, so we're part of the patriarchy. And at the last patriarchy meeting, you feel like the snacks can be better. You feel like we need like a good woman, a traditional no, woman, was, to make I was snacks. Say, no one wants to run for executive in the patriarchy anymore it is hard to get volunteers for the patriarchy none of the young guys want to do it they, they, they don't want to put any time in they, yeah. they want to they want to show up have beer um talk about sports and movies and go home that's right you feel like uh, like a lot of the young guys in the patriarchy they're not as masculine as they used to be testosterone's a good thing men should lean into it um oh my god I think only men listen to this podcast. <laughs> they do now. They definitely do now. Uh, anyway, uh, to the great patriarchy of the world, mostly white men. Oh, let's be honest. We have Asian men, black men, Latino men. You know, we, we have all, all the men are allowed. No women, because it's the patriarchy, of which we are well, you can't let, part of. Well, you can't let women into the patriarchy, because then it wasn't a patriarchy anymore. Yeah, I feel like... We, Actually, no. What? We can let trans men in to the patriarchy. No. Yeah. Trans men are a subcategory of women. 
No, no, no. It's, Just it's, like trans women are no, a subcategory so basically, of men. If you want to be part of the patriarchy, then you have to at least get the get the operation and take the drugs. Here, here's the thing. Um, trans men are not men because men are strong and stoic and we keep our mouths shut and we eat shit and we provide and we protect protect and we do what we have to fucking do. So so, so But trans men bitch and moan so like a bunch how, of bitchy how about, women. How about uh butch lesbians? Could they be part of the patriarchy then? Nah, they're still women. They are. Like I mean I I you know me, I've lots of lesbian friends, oddly. And they're they're still women. They're still properly women. Although I've, they can, I, uh, the, the the one uh, lady this is going the, off the rails. I was going to say the one lady in my carpentry class. Yeah, um, she was more manly than most of the guys. Sure, she's still one though. Well, physically, there's still certain jokes you can't tell. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think there was any jokes that. There's she, definitely some. I tried telling some jokes once to a lesbian, and she's like, "No, no, you can't. You can't tell those jokes to women." Uh, she told some pretty racy jokes and pretty. Um, oh no, no, pretty misogynistic jokes too. She sounds like more of an exception to the rule than the rule. But but in any case, she's the exception that proves the rule. No. In, in any case, I, I hope everyone understands the sarcasm about the patriarchy we're making now. Yeah. Um, and all trans things aside, oh, if anyone gets mad at me because I say that trans whatevers are subcategory of whatever they came from, I am quoting famous trans influencer Blair White from Australia. So if you don't like Blair White, then ba ba. I was gonna ba-ba. say, strictly biologically speaking, they're a subcategory. Yes, and men are also a subcategory of women because the biological default is female. No, it is. You just, you just love like, but you know what? But, but like, so here's the so thing. So it is is testosterone that testosterone that makes a gives us all the male characteristics. Yeah, we we all start out female. Um, you saw an episode of House MD too. That that is where I last recently saw it, but it is true. It is true. Um, yeah, but, but, but I feel like that's a and that's bit, actually probably why. But I, feel, I feel like that's not really accurate. It's like you said to me, like, oh well, you know, like I uh, I'm I grew up in Newfoundland, but I live in Ontario now. So yeah, but I'm really from here now. But but, but go back further. I guess technically, for my dad's nuts, that's where I really started out in this world. Um, oh, well, half of you, half of me. The other half was, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think everyone knows where babies come from. Um, no, they don't. This is not the podcast where babies come from. Anyway, this has been a very long episode. Thank you so much for listening to our dribble. Yes. And horse shit, because uh, it's mostly horse shit. Long it, live with a, with a sprinkle hmm? of bullshit in there. A sprinkle of bullshit. Long live the patriarchy. Good night, everybody. Good night. middle-aged man talk thank you so much for listening please check us out on patreon (laughs) woof